While we want to believe our leaders are more progressive, more civilized, and less corruptible, the subterfuge, deceit, and hunger for power we see today hasn't changed much over the centuries. I'd be willing to guess it hasn't changed much since the creation of the elder species. Be it monarchs or elected officials, once they have a taste for power, they'll stop at nothing to keep it. I'm Simus, and when I'm not researching these stories, I'm out in the woods staying as far away from crazy people as possible. I'm Zunia, the half-elf kitchen maid, who knows a little bit too much about way too many things. This is Vice and Villainy, reporting on the criminal and mysterious, we are your source for the stories that shape your world. So, everyone, I am here today with my friend from the kitchen, Zune. She is one of the cooks and kind of helps out around around the house when when things get going kind of crazy. How are you today, Zune? I'm doing quite well. It's always good to see you, Simus. Mirda's out doing doing what Mirda does. I think she's in the next town over trying to pick up on some new gossip and checking out the bars over there, doing what she does. Oh, right. She's one of my favorite people to talk to when she gets back from one of her days-long trips out to wherever she ends up. She always comes back with the most interesting things. Right? I love hearing her stories. It's great. And speaking of which, I've got a fantastic one. Oh, do you? And I just, I couldn't wait for her to get back. I had to share it. Um... Oh, quite. I know, when you get that juicy bit of gossip, you just can't can't keep it in. I mean, you know you work in the kitchen. Of course, it's the best place to pick up the gossip. <laughs> well, for that family gossip, for gossip around Faerun, you've kind of just got to have the right people, the right connections. And I've got some good connections. So, let's... Uh, I don't think you've heard this one before, so let me let me just kind of give you a little bit of background. Okay. So, far to the east, on the western edge of Thesk, lies the city-state of Telflum. Telflum, all right. Telflum. Due to its location, it became the start of the Golden Way, which is a highly profitable trading route uh, where sought-after products from Karatur make their way into Faerun. So Kartur being the next continent to the east. Um, right. Yes. People yes. like to trade their kind of exotic wares and stuff. And that's how they come in to Faerun is through the Golden Way. And Telflum is like the start of that or the end, depending on how you want to look at it, of that, of that passage. All right. Picture this. It's a warm summer morning. You leave your lodgings early, heading southeast on the Golden Way to make your way to Karatur, where you have secured several wagons of exotic spices, cured meats, and wine. It's a beautiful day, and the people you meet on the road are as pleasant as the weather. 
A breeze from the west keeps you cool, and with the smell of salt reminds you that the sea of fallen stars isn't far away. Soon you notice seagulls in the sky, always a sign that water is near. After several hours of riding, you come to a bridge spanning the river Eth. Traffic is now heavy in both directions, as those traveling in your direction are excited for the prospects their journeys hold, while those coming from the east are excited for the fortunes they see themselves making once they make it to Telflum. About halfway across the bridge, you look over, seeing the river exit into the sea, taking note of how the fresh and salt waters don't really mix. You smile. Happiness washes over you. And suddenly, everything goes black. And you feel the air being sucked out of your lungs in what sounds like a tornado. The ground breaks apart beneath your feet. You feel like you're falling, but you still can't see anything. Instantly, the darkness is gone, replaced with bright, crackling blue light and the unmistakable smell of sulfur. And you're falling. And falling. You finally hit the water, but it's like hitting rock. You feel your right leg snap. It's cold. As you're flailing, struggling to keep your head above water, you look up, only to see people and stone falling like hailstones. Despite the pain, you swim to the next closest person, and together you try to save as many people as you can as you swim to shore. All in all, 23 people and 14 horses are killed, and 37 people are wounded. So, but where did they end up? What, what, what do you mean? Where did they end up? If they all those people were hurt and, and fell for such a distance, where did they end up? Where they started? Well, I mean, they they fell and then they landed in, in the water. This, this, this whole thing is well documented, but it is still interesting nonetheless. So this, this is, this is out there. This isn't like new information. This is, I mean, I kind of like spiced it up a little bit with some, some wordsmithing, um, but it's, it's, it's a crazy story. So I think the craziest, the craziest thing about it, in my opinion, is while there were many people killed, there was only a single target on that bridge that day. So before I dive in and I start getting into some of the details, what do you think? I've always, I, I mean, I've heard the story before and it always kind of confuses me, but it, it just sounds a little bit almost made up, like this, you don't just suddenly fall and and end up in a weird broken leg position or whatever. That just hmm. Yeah. Okay. So let's dive into a little bit of backstory then, just so everyone can kind of be on the same page. Right. So the Merchants Council in Telflim 
has decided that they want to take the power back from the Shadow Masters. The Shadow Masters are like a, a thieves' guild sort of situation, and, and they're the ones who really run things in in this town. The, the Merchants' Council are just kind of like the front, but they think they have power. Um, right. As every good front should think. Right. They, they think they have control and that they have power, but really it's the Shadow Masters that, that run everything. Um, but what everyone doesn't know initially is that really it's just one member of the Merchants' Council um, actually trying to disband the entire council and take power for himself. Oh. Yeah. So he's he's kind of running it under the illusion that it's the entire council doing it when really it's it's just him. And his name is Inkmar Erdow. And according to the people um, that have given me some of this information, and this story's you know it's it's pretty old. It's it's I think it's at least a hundred years old, if not older. Um, this guy was extremely cunning, but also very quiet. And those people are always extremely dangerous. The the quiet and smart ones, right? Right. Yes, they're always the ones we have the most difficulty with. Right, because you don't really know what's coming. Um, and they have a plan. They always have a plan. So not much is really known about this guy. Um, very few people really know anything about him, even people on the, the council itself, other than the fact that he's made a lot of money through some really good deals. So he's, he's a good merchant. He's a good trader. Um, he might have some other deals going. Not exactly sure. Right, yes. But he has a lot of money, and that's really what people know. He kind of keeps his um, his cards close to his chest. Doesn't really let a lot of people in. Well, so, if you're planning to take over the whole guild, I suspect that you wouldn't want anybody to know, yes? Right. Yeah, that would be a huge mistake. Let's just start telling everybody plans. Um, exactly. So he he's 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 trying to work this and he's he's thinks he's being pretty careful but like all the other members of the council he doesn't realize how intertwined the shadow masters are in like even the day-to-day life of of this town so they learn of his plan of course they would yes and they don't like it <laughs> they obviously want to keep the front that the merchant council is in control so that they can continue to like run things behind the scene, right? Oh, absolutely. Why why would you want to give it up to somebody who's being so selfish? <laughs> yeah. No, exactly. Like plus that might expose them and, you know, they don't want that. They like being kind of in the dark and and behind the scenes. It's it's a, it's a good it's a good situation for them, right? Absolutely. They don't get to take they get all the gain and don't have to take the fall for anything. Yeah. It's a perfect situation. Right. So what do they do? They employ several red wizards of Thay to take out hmm. the bridge. Oh. See, I always thought when I had heard this story that these people were being just simply overly dramatic and that really there'd been some form of maybe a little bit of an earthquake or something along those lines to, t- to take it out. 
But that's... Ooh, that's much more sinister. Yeah. Yeah. So, when Ingmar Erdow, when he left Telflim, he was actually heading toward the city of Sant. And he was... He was trying to gain uh, favor of the Merchant's Guild there. He was basically trying to like set up things in motion beforehand and kind of um, get in good with them and wait for things to happen on his end and then kind of come out on top. Um, so that was his plan, was to go there, get in good with them, and then as soon as he kind of took over the Merchant's Council and was in sole control, he'd have a good in with, with those in Sant. Ah. Expanding his control, as it were. Well, not expanding, but um, just maybe making his situation better. Having yes, a good, one does. Having a good trading partner or, you know, something like that. It, it, it's, he was trying to boost his station. Well, certainly. Um, and as a merchant, I mean, it's about most important to build those kind of connections because that's how you do business. It's by who you know, not, you know. Yeah. The selling of, of goods is part of it, but unless you have someone to sell to, it just doesn't do any good. Well, and that's how he started. And I think he hit his limit as to where, how much further he could go. And that's why he started making these moves. That's that's just my opinion. You know, mm. I... I I mean, I don't, this was... I mean, a hundred years ago. Who knows the economics of the time? Right. Right. And so, yeah, so the Shadow Masters, they see what's coming, and they're like, nope, we're not going to let this happen. So they drop a contract with some Red Wizards, and they want to have this bridge destroyed when he's going across it. But you can't just blow up a bridge and mm. expect nothing to happen or no investigation to occur. Well, um, certainly. So you, you have to have some sort of plan. So, let me ask you this, son. If you were the Shadow Masters working with the Red Wizards, mm -hmm. and you wanted to try to take this guy out on this bridge, and you, you knew you were going to do it, what kind of front would you would you play? How would you how would you make it seem like? It, how would you try to make it not come back to you? And now a word from our sponsor. After a long day of traveling on the road, fighting bandits and gigantic spiders, all you want to do is take a nice long rest at the safest place in town. Well, come on down to Travis's generic old town tavern. We have ale, food, clues about the evil prince nighttime partners, and most importantly, somehow, security. Mention Vice and Villainy Podcast for 10% off a visit. And we're back to Vice and Villainy. Well, I suppose either I would take out the Red Wizards, or I would make sure I had some dirt on each of them, that one of them, at least, would be have to take the fall, lest I un something even worse that they'd done previously. Okay, so I'm just going to say right now that I am never going to cross you. You are one ruthless 
<laughs> you are well, one ruthless kitchen staff member. Listen, when somebody steals the carrots that you've been supposed to be cutting up, um, and the head kitchen chef gets after you, Martha is quite something, and if you don't keep on her good graces, oh, she, mm, she's worse than I am, I must say. Well, what ended up happening, that's, that's a really good, that's a really good way to think about it, but what they did is they staged the entire thing as an act of terrorism, um, for retribution by the the shark jaw pirates so the shark jaw pirates had originally had a lot of control in this area and were defeated so what shadow masters thought was why don't we make it seem like shark jaw pirates did this to try to get back in or have some retribution um and we can blame it on them so that's that's what happened that require the uh, appearance of some pirates in the area? I mean, I assume that they wouldn't have been around if they'd been driven away. Well, I mean, they're they're in the area. They're they're in the area. They've always been in the area, but they just didn't have control over the city like they used to. Oh, oh, just the city itself, right? Yeah. Okay. So they're they're still present in the, you know, in the Sea of Fallen Stars region to the east. So, they... International waters, then. Right. <laughs> so to speak. Um, Got it. Not that pirates really care about international waters anyhow, but they did a really good job of, like, selling the fact that it was these pirates. They kind of already had things in place, um, you know, to hit the rumor mills and to hit, you know... Oh, sure. Things like that. Have your informants out in the bars and chit-chatting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, so, they did that. They had that happen. They, they blew up the bridge. It's not exactly known what spells they used or how they did it, um, but they, they know that it, it came down. So, what they, what they then discovered was... Um, at the same time that Erdow was trying to kind of take over the Merchants' Council, um, all of this came to light. Obviously, the Shadow Masters didn't have any of this go public. That, that, that would be terrible. Of course. All of it was secret. Um, so the, the whole reason this story came to light and that all of these details are available to us is because a member of the Shadow Masters attempted to usurp their leader at the time, whose name was Volodon. Volodon. Yes, Volodon. Um, this, I don't know the name of this guy, but he, he tried to take over. Um, he wanted control of the Shadow Masters for himself, and he basically came in with the contracts that they had with the Red Wizards um, and, and came to the Merchant's Council so he he completely goes past the shadow masters, goes straight to the merchants council, and says, "Look at what these guys are trying to do to you," um, and, oh. and throws these contracts out there, and 
that was his way of like you have it's crazy right you have this guy trying to take over the merchants council and then you have this guy trying to take over the shadow masters and they're like kind of like ships in the night passing each other almost um so obviously the the merchants council is outraged um so they then decide that well we can't have the shadow masters pulling strings anymore right makes sense oh so they they decide that they're going to employ some force and try to shut down the shadow masters ooh that sounds like a terrible idea right and why do you think that's a terrible idea well if you've got a network of hidden people throughout your city that can control things and uh, potentially take down the entire merchants council if they felt like it uh, it's, it's pretty hard to root out everybody that's involved for one and then even if you can root them all out chances are they're in some very important positions that you wouldn't want to upset anybody uh, surrounding that person in that position I'm guessing you are correct, and that is terrifying to me. <laughs> Again, I am never, ever going to attempt to steal anything from the kitchen. Again. <laughs> yes, uh, I, I, I do keep quite the vigilant eye over our stock. Have you? Have you? Are you part of the Shadow Masters? I can neither uh, confirm nor deny that. <laughs> so yes, the the they failed because they did not know the extent um, that the Shadow Masters had infiltrated various parts of the city and inf- um, institutions of the city. So horrible backfire. It backfired horribly. I am sure. Was the the merchant councils basically wiped out at that point? Um, yeah, the the merchant council effectively collapsed. Um, Ugh. And everyone in the city kind of had an idea that the shadow masters were pulling the strings all along. Um, of course. That that wasn't because you know it's 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 the, the common people always know. Who who runs things, right? It's 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 those that are in power that believe that it's always them. They never see the other side. Exactly. You just have to go to the local boss to to find out who's really in charge. Right, and that may be the secret to Mirda's success. Um. So what you what you've got here then is this story, and we've got. Merchants Council, someone trying to take over power. Like, it always happens, someone wants more power. And then you have the Shadow Masters, and someone wants more power there, and it's just two sides of the same coin, right? Essentially, yes. But why has this story come back to light today? Why, after all of these years, is this story going around again. We're hearing it in, you know, I heard it in in the bar the other day. I don't know where you heard it, but apparently you've heard it as well. Oh, well, you know, here and there. Um, 
I don't know. There's always been kind of... It, it's just kind of known in certain circles. And so, you know, you refer to the Shadow Council or the, the Merchants Guild, and people just kind of know what you're talking about. And if they don't, well... Eh. So... So what I've heard, what what I've heard, is the reason this is back, and the reason people are talking about it again, is because the contracts that were drawn up between the Shadow Masters and the Red Wizards, the, the ones initially, um, to, to, to destroy the bridge. They were, actually wrote it down. Yes. Oh, that was stupid. Right. Um, the Shadow Masters thought it would be prudent to protect themselves, apparently, Unfortunately, it's it's come back to bite them because those contracts apparently have been stolen. Oh, stolen. Oh, this just adds more. And I'm not sure I'm not sure who stole them or or how they were stolen or from where they were stolen. Um, but they're searching for them, I'm guessing. But that is the rumor I heard is that they they were stolen and that could be problematic. Not that people believe that the Red Wizards are a good group of people or anything like that, but well, I mean, for the current politics in the city, even a hundred years Ooh. later, with the way things are going, it could. Uh, and and certain people that have certain position and, and stature in that city, it could it could come back to bite some people in the backside. Oh, right. Absolutely. These are the kind of things that ruin men's careers. Or ladies, for that matter. Yeah. Oh. Because you, you don't know who's involved, so... How tantalizing. And it, and, it, and not that the Red Wizards have, have a great reputation, but it does definitely point the finger at, at them, and should someone have a problem with them, it, it, it gives them... Proof, so to speak, that their evil ways are, you know, actionable. Um, right. Oh, this is delightful. Then I heard another rumor. So, oh, Mirda had 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 implored me to begin going out to some more taverns and inns and, and trying to just listen and, and hear what people are saying. Right, um, right, right. Of course. It's it's not my thing, but that's. She said you learn a lot that way. So I've been trying to go out, and I did hear something very interesting. I heard another rumor uh, when I was researching another story that, that I was given that the Shadow Masters are attempting to compete with the Zentarum in the East, and they are possibly working on using Elturel as a base. Oh. Well, that's... Hmm... I mean, Elturel's a, an interesting choice for a base, I suppose. Yes, it's it's a good-sized city. It's not on the Sword Coast, but it's very close. It's also close to Cormir. Uh, not terribly far from Om, so it's it's fairly centrally located, and it 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 puts them in a good position. To, to compete with the Zentarum, and the Zentarum have definitely already put well, their... Well, they've got a hold on that whole side, right. yes. that they've, you know, coming out of Darkhold, they've got their, their reach, so to speak. So, oh. 
we now have another another faction trying to take their piece of the pie, so to speak. Apparently, that's the rumor. I don't know how much well. there is to that. So I would Im I would implore you, Zoom. I want to I want you hmm. when you're out doing whatever you do, and apparently you have a lot of connections and knowledge that I was not aware of. Um, <laughs> If you hear anything about any of these things, these contracts being stolen or, or the Shadow Masters trying to get into El Terrell, please let me know because I want to to get with Mirna and see if we can kind of... Figure out some more information, absolutely. Exactly, because this is just intriguing. And it's not like I'm going to do anything with this. This is I'm, <laughs> it's, I'm not involving myself with that. I just want to know because Ooh. it's interesting. Excellent. Well, as Mirrod and I say, until next time. Until next time. Please join our Discord and share what you know. We even have a channel where you can remain anonymous, protecting your identity. Thanks for listening. This is Corey. You can find me on Twitter at dndiapers underscore. Thanks, everyone. I'm Diana, and you can find me everywhere on the internet as SuperDillon. Thank you for listening. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at ViceVillainyPod. We'll be back in two weeks with another episode. Vice and Villainy is a CLDG production.